Welcome to Let Parents Decide That, episode 55, the show where we discuss lockdown lunacy, protecting parental rights, and how to fight fear with strength and logic. On this episode, we cover Damar Hamlin's collapse during Monday Night Football, mask lunatics persist, and Bill Gates stammers to defend vaccine side effects. Join us. The fight starts now. Alrighty. Back in the saddle. We are... It's been a while. Yep, yep. Had those crazy holidays yes, going on. But uh, lunacy persists. Yeah, it doesn't go away. Our Don't. job is still waiting for us. <laughs> right. Still here. Yep. Exactly. More to do, more to cover. Yeah, we're going to get into the DeMar Hamlin uh, episode just because of such a big nationwide story and the how the messaging is unfolded on that is very interesting to watch. So strange. You know, sides were taken immediately. Yeah. Um, and we're going to get into how that whole thing unfolded. Um, but before we do, I'm going to get to a few other things here. Um, you know, it's funny because the, uh, you know, we've been, and we've been saying this since, uh, well, basically since we started the show, right? 55 episodes ago. Yeah. Um, how, uh, you know, everybody's divided into these camps, right? And it, it's weird because when we started, I mean, it, all the restrictions were in full bore. Yeah. You know, the Vax passports and the mask mandates were everywhere. And a lot of that has receded. But uh, the reason we're so vigilant is because this stuff is, it's like embers in a fire, right? Well, yeah, they, we left it hot. <laughs> right. Nobody poured any water on it. No. And now it's starting to flame up again. Yeah, I mean, if you go, you know, I don't know if you've had a campfire ever, but you can't just walk away, right? Are it, you assuming that I've never camped? <laughs> you look like I'm more of a glamper. Oh, thanks. But you know, if, <laughs> yeah, today I look like a glamper. <laughs> if you walk away from a from a campfire, I mean, you can come back the next day and it can still be smoldering embers in there that could reignite. I mean, that shit lasts forever. You have to put it out. This is a great analogy. By I the way. start a fire better than my husband, by the way, but whatever. My my buddy's house burned down <laughs> because of... Because he didn't put it out. Because of ashes that they had in their fireplace and they scooped them out. It was like hours and hours later, scooped yeah. them out, threw them in a garbage can and boom, house wow. caught on fire. Oh so, you gosh. know, that, that that's what uh, this reminds me of. You know, you, unless you stamp it out completely... There's these embers, and then they can explode into hot spots around the country, and that's happening. We, uh, we, you, you know, the ep- episode with uh, Jolene last week, we covered two school districts yeah. doing mask mandates again. Yeah. Not even recommended with or- zero evidence. I mean, it's insane that they're going back to the mask mandates in twenty late 2022. Well, you know what's still insane, and that's something that we've largely forgotten about, Nursing homes have had mask mandates pretty much the whole time. Crazy. Like even now, even now, they're trying to pretend that masks work to stop the spread, to to stop transmission. When they're all breathing the same air, their stuff's all connected. Right. I mean, it makes zero sense. Makes zero sense. Uh, to, To not leave it up to the individuals at this point is just insane. And, you know, I'm to the point now where... I don't even want to see it. I don't. I don't like seeing anybody with a mask, even though I'm a live and let live guy person. Yeah. I almost think like those people need to be scolded and scoffed and ridiculed because now you're contributing to the viewpoint that the masks are number one doing anything at all. Yeah, I go back and forth between feeling you know? sorry for them. Yeah, for for being obviously either like 
it depends on what the person's eyes look like because that's the only thing that you can judge anymore, right? Like, they're, they're like you can't see the face, so then you have to look like, do they look scared? Because then yeah. I feel bad. But if they look, if they have like that other look, like I'm better than you. Well, there's like, you're an idiot. There's this still this persistent myth that if you're you know immunocompromised or and yeah. I've gotten this argument a bunch of times like on Twitter. You know, because that's the thing that people, it's almost like in the abortion argument when they go, what about if your their father rapes them? And like that statistically like never it happens. almost never happens. So it's always like, what about the immunocompromised and the blah, blah, blah. It's like, what were they doing in 2019? Yeah. Sorry, it sucks for those people. Yeah. If, if you have no immune system, but uh, that sucked in 2019 also. Yeah. You know, so why, whatever you had to do then, you have to behave the same with the same caution now. And if you're wearing a mask then and you want to wear one now, if you're the immunocompromised, okay, fine. But again, I kind of equate it to the people that all of a sudden developed the gluten allergies yeah, and declared the fact that they were allergic to gluten and they have the uh, celiac disease. Very few people actually have that. Oh, absolutely. And very few people probably are actually immunocompromised. They just want to get some of the uh, special unicorn bonus points True. And for we, having that. We have to we have to go back to like you know common sense again and even though we know that they don't work even in your like in their unicorn world if they work they work so if you're wearing them i don't need to exactly so like either it protects you or it doesn't you can't have it both ways you can't force it you can't make other people feel bad or shamed because they just want to breathe air and support their own healthy immune systems and they always make the analogy to seatbelts right well if i'm wearing my seatbelt and you you are not and you hit me well that seatbelt is either going to protect me or it's not the one i'm wearing you're not going to come shooting through the windshield and hit me just because you don't have your seatbelt on you know that's probably not going to happen so whether you have your seatbelt on or not does not really affect me you know so i i hate when they use that analogy well it's like a seatbelt we mandate though yeah okay well still it's an individual choice i had somebody tell me well okay i'm sure you smoke in the car with your kids too lady (laughs) i'm like "Mm." no (laughs) how do how do how are you getting there there? like how are you getting there sorry that's a leap yeah all right well there's so the point is there's still embers of this behavior out there and uh, here's an example here's a tweet from a lady i'll let you read this oh i love these my kid is crying and heartbroken because i had to say no to them attending a new friend's birthday party at an indoor play place there's simply no way to make that a safe activity right now I hate this. That's from December 9th of this year, you guys. Yeah, 2022. I mean, There's this is not no way. This is not 2 years old. This was from December, like, you know, less than a month ago. Uh, she's willing to keep her kid home, not let them go to a birthday party. And she's not even saying I'll throw a mask on them, everybody's vaxxed. What about having your kid wear a mask and I'm sure they're vaxxed because well, if they're, they're her kid, they're vaxxed. And the sad thing is, is that this is just 100% just misinformation. Exactly. A, your kid is at no risk, period. Even if your kid was unvaxxed, no mask, and everyone there had COVID, so what? Yeah. Your kid's not going to have serious outcomes from it. Yep. Statistically, that number is zero. Now, to be fair, we are assuming that she's just got a healthy kid. Right. But still, like, <laughs> it's even if your kid is immunocompromised, then what did you do in 2019? Did exactly. they go? To, did they go to parties back then? Yeah. Uh, you know, if you were afraid of parties back then, okay, fine. But uh, I'm not getting that impression. I'm getting the impression that this is uh, COVID fear. Yeah, that's what this is. I like even the first Hutterite, <laughs> Hutterite guy. 
they're your kids. You're the mom. Yes, protect them. But if you think by locking them up is protecting them from the flu, good luck. They'll get it. They'll get it basically one way. They will get hit one way or the other. Yeah, they'll get hit one way or the other. The best protection is to get infected, let the immune system work. That strengthens the immune system. Let's see what her reply is. Oh, and then she just posts an office clip, so whatever that means. Um, (laughs) Trust your kid. You're being a bad mom. Someone says, uh, funny, my kid doesn't think so. They understand the science of airborne transmission and have no desire to get sick right before Christmas, nor pass it on to their vulnerable family members. See, again, so they're again with the narrative of if you don't, uh, if you go out in public, you're selfish and you're irresponsible and you're reckless. Still with that. If you didn't think people were reckless in 2019, you don't get to say it now. Like Julian and I were just talking last week. If our kids are, we canceled our son's birthday party because our two girls had the flu. Yep. We canceled the party. We're not going to, we're not, we're not reckless. Reckless would be uh, invite my 97 year old grandma over anyways. Both two kids have the flu. Roll the dice. Yeah. No. If people have an active infection and they're symptomatic, you isolate. That's it. You stay, you keep them home just like we did in 2019 and prior. Why is that not an acceptable standard? Because they're still operating under this stupid theory that, oh, what, what if well, that you can you're control, asymptomatic? Yeah, that you can control this kind of virus. And here's If the I don't thing, have symptoms, Josh, I'm if, good. If asymptomatic is a thing, you'll never be safe ever. Yeah, then you just have you're to- You're never, ever safe. Then just stay in your basement. Because a person, I mean, let's let's get real here. Aren't people, don't people have COVID in the summer? Right. And people have COVID in the fall and they have it in the spring and they have it in the winter. And like, sure, the rates are going up and down, but people have it. Right. So are you like, when can you ever feel safe if you're, if, yeah. if, if nobody can ever breathe air around if you? If, if asymptomatic transmission is a thing, then you're never, you're never not around COVID. Yep. If you're out in public, yep. that means you're constantly bombarded with it. Exactly. So what's the best thing to do then? Yeah. Prepare Just, yourself. It, exactly. Strengthen your immune system. It would be like if you're going into a freaking paintball fight every day and you never put a shield up. Exactly. Like, <laughs> come on. Exactly. Ridiculous. All right. Well, let's get into into another thing here. Um, So. uh, (laughs) This is great. Yeah. So, you know, speaking of all these countermeasures, remember, our thing is all these measures that you take to try to avoid the virus don't come without a price. Right. Now, here's a story. It says 1.6 billion disposable masks entered the ocean in 2020, and it will take 450 years to biodegrade. <laughs> and then the the, tw- the snarky tweet reply says, paper straws offset this, so it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. The world's on fire. Freaking ridiculous. And we, we had, we had a, a few episodes back, we had a picture of a giant landfill that was just piles of masks yeah, everywhere. Disgusting. Right? disgusting. I mean, and I still see them on the street. You know, it, outside store entrances on the ground. Yep. I mean, it's it's unsightly and it's just more garbage it's that we created. It's nasty when you see them on the ground, but I almost think like it's even nastier to me when I see them like hanging in someone's car. <laughs> like, well, like they use the same one over and over. Yeah, like yeah. you're just you're just grabbing it and putting it on and then wearing it in and putting it on and like. What, exactly. Like you're gross. You're yep. gross. It doesn't work. You're gross. That's right. Um, but despite that, now here's the main point. Okay, I mean, look at China. Look at all these countries that are persisting with these 
attempts to try to mitigate the spread. It does not work. Here's a tweet that says, cases in Japan are near all-time highs with one of the world's highest vaccination rates and continued universal mask wearing with near 100% compliance. Every single thing the experts, in quotes, said to do to control COVID has entirely failed to control COVID. Why can't this be more mainstream? Why are people so... Like I, what, what's that? What's that nineties movie? I'd wise shut eyes, eyes wide, eyes shut. wide shut. I yep. can't even talk. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's right here. Yeah. We have, we have the internet, which has all the information that you could ever possibly want to see. All yep. you have to do is have a fucking thought in your brain to want to search for it. Exactly. Like, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I mean, and it shows a graph here of, you know, the cases just being higher than ever. And like I said, they've had super high vaccination rate and universal mask wearing with near 100% compliance. Well, and like lockdowns and Shouldn't they have else. like zero cases by now? Yeah. Right? If that if, if it was so effective. Shouldn't, shouldn't it be stamped out? I just saw a Wall Street Journal opinion article um, where they said, how was it worded? It, it was asking if the vaccinations were actually causing variants. Mm. And it's like, God, <laughs> isn't that something that some of us have been saying for like three years? Yeah, I, I completely think that's the case because you're, um, you know, it's affecting people's immune system and it's just allowing people to get reinfected over and over again, allowing the virus to keep mutating and living on. Whereas I think if, if we would have just would have went full natural immunity from the start, yeah, I think it would legit be st stamped out by now or yeah. at least uh, so, you know, reduced because, you know, well, the people the that are va unvaxxed, the purebloods, have not gotten COVID multiple times compared to everyone I know in my world that's been vaxxed who's gotten it multiple times. Yeah. That's just anecdotal, of course. And we have we had the infrastructure in place to, if old people needed to stay at home, right? Right. Isolate, like if, quarantine the sick, if, not yes, the healthy. the sick or, yeah, the sick or the immunocompromised. And, yep. and quarantine at their own choice. You can... It, explain to them the risk if they want to take it that's their that's up to them but if they think hey i'm gonna stay home for two weeks and everybody else can do whatever they think okay and I then let's see how that goes i often wonder what would have happened if trump just would have said you know hey everybody's adults you know yep. uh, do a personal risk assessment well, here's the best things you can do you know, lose weight, get plenty of sun and up your vitamin this, vitamin that. Even his administration was suppressing information. Right. Because they were worried that people were going to panic buy. Well, people did panic buy. Yeah. You well, know, I mean, different stuff like that. Like, let, how about we just do this? How about we just all have all the same information? Right. And we can just all make the informed decisions that are best for ourselves. How about that? Yeah. I mean, I, I love Trump, but I think he screwed up massively oh, yeah. at the beginning of this by not getting rid of Fauci, number one, and not just using all his executive powers to say, you you guys are all free-thinking adults. You do what you think is best. I trust you as, as free-thinking Americans. Yeah. That, I mean, that's all he should have done. And, you know, all the stupid efforts to war the warp speed, you know, to crank up ventilators. Remember, like, every car company and, like, Dyson vacuums were like, yeah, how like, fast can we make ventilators? Yep. Well, that was like the literally the worst thing you could have oh, done. Oh, absolutely. It's that, that would have been like them saying, could we make some more gas chambers real quick? Right. Like, I mean, that ventilators are the worst thing you could do to somebody. Absolutely. If you almost got on nobody, a ventilator. Almost nobody got off of them. Yeah. If you got on a ventilator, you were, that was a path to almost certain death. Yep. 
You wanted to avoid those at all Same costs. Same with remdesivir. Now, of course, they didn't know that immediately, but if everyone just would have been open about it and they would have allowed the Peter McCulloughs of the world to speak freely and have yeah. an open debate on the ideas, then maybe they could have ro- arrived at that decision sooner and stop wasting time freaking making having Dyson vacuums make ventilators. Well, unfortunately, that doesn't just like jet shoot you into agenda 2030. So, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All of us Maybe. having the same information doesn't quite nope. take us on the path of the World Economic Forum, but you know. Yeah, so as a consequence of the messaging that we saw for 3 years, yeah. You know, there's still these uh, mask wearing freaks out there and people that are just 100% sure the vax is the way, regardless of what's in front of their face, like this freaking graph from Japan. All right. Now, let's look into a couple other things here before we get into the DeMar Hamlin story. So I want to talk about some um, some uh, vax-focused stuff. Now, this is a tweet about... Okay, this is from Dr. Asim Maholtra, who is a great follow on Twitter between him, Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. Robert Malone, and Alex Berenson. You know, you can get a lot of uh, actual, f- well, well-reasoned facts with you know that you actually use yeah. common sense and data to cover a lot of these this material. That's why we're gonna, they're going to be featured prominently in this in these discussions. Yeah, because. Thankfully, Elon Musk let him back on Twitter. I haven't heard of this guy, but you should check out Ryan Cole, too, Dr. Oh, Ryan yeah, Cole. Oh, Ryan Cole, yeah, we've covered him before. Yep. He's another great one, too. But Asim Maholtra, just to quickly talk about it, because we're going to feature him a few times today, he's the guy that has fought, he, he was a vax yep. pusher in, in the UK on TV trying to tackle vaccine hesitancy. Then his father um, had an adverse had an event adver- and died, that killed him. and then it completely flipped his opinion, and he started digging deeper, and, and what he's found has been really scary. Um, so he's completely flipped his position. Anyway, so now he's uh, more of a COVID truther, um, which is great to see because nobody's more believable than somebody that's changed their opinion. Yeah. You know, I, I respect somebody that actually oh, changes absolutely. their opinion in the face of new data. Yep. So he's one of those guys. So anyways, he highlights some of these stories, and he highlighted this um, – clinical psychologist who is a double vaxxed respected Norwegian clinical psychologist uh, Silhe Sjevig she she calls for complete suspension of the COVID mRNA jabs because of clear evidence of more harm than good and the quote from this is we've all been fooled but we must show kindness to each other despite previous agreements previous Um, disagreements I haven't listened to this I'm just going to play a little it's it's over three minutes long I'm just going to play a little bit she looks too young to be (laughs) a clinical psychologist (laughs) but okay what she says here. Hello, my name is Silja Sjevik and I am a clinical psychologist from Norway. I have been deeply concerned about the way people have been ostracized for being unvaccinated the past three years. People have experienced discrimination, threats and even exclusion from their professional lives. I was one of those who genuinely believed our governments when they claimed that these mRNA vaccines was safe and effective. I expected these vaccines to be like traditional ones, so I took two jabs. But even though this was true, I've been against vaccine mandates from the beginning. No one should have their freedom taken away based on what medical products they choose to take. Everyone should decide over their own body, 
However, politicians were under a lot of pressure from the WHO, who called for urgent and aggressive action. So not surprisingly, our politicians took it upon themselves to be authoritarian and aggressive, which caused a lot of animosity. All right, we'll leave it there, but and I assume she gets into why she thinks the vaxes are no good. And now, because now she's calling for complete suspension of the mRNA jabs. So that's kind of interesting there. Yeah. Um, so I'll post that for everyone to digest at their own leisure. Um, here's another one that he highlighted. Um, and this is very interesting. This guy is a, is a uh, John Carlisle is his name. He's, a, he's a, just a, a pure data guy, okay? And another one that Dr. Asim um, features. It says, eminent nurse practitioner, academic, and author John Carlisle calls for a suspension in the rollout of the mRNA vaccine pending an inquiry because of serious harms. Yeah. Watch, share, and act. Okay, now we're going to play a little bit of this and see what he has to say. Retired clinical nurse, nurse lecturer, academic, researcher, author of numerous articles and two uh, textbooks. My specialisms are human physiology and pathophysiology as applied to clinical practice. I've also produced many educational videos which are used extensively around the world. In my view, the UK health authorities should pause the current COVID-19 mass vaccine rollout programme due to the risks associated with the vaccines. As time has passed since the early days of 2020, the number of patients hospitalised with COVID-19 infections has continued to decline since its peak in previous waves. This is clearly seen in data published by the UK government and the Office for National Statistics. In addition, the proportion of patients in hospital with COVID-19 is now greater than the patients admitted to hospital for COVID-19. This is true for general hospital admissions as well. So basically he's saying that you just happen to have COVID while you're there for some other reason yeah. versus actually going to the hospital. Oh shit, I have COVID. Yeah. I'm struggling. I am having such poor outcomes. I need to go to the hospital. Well, and it would be interesting to see the data too on how many of these people test positive for COVID, but never really get sick with it. Right. You know, exactly. because we know that that that's a huge thing too. Let's watch a little more of him here. Well, as intensive care admissions. In other words, most COVID positive patients admitted to hospital now are incidental and were not admitted purely for complications of COVID. As a result of mass infections during the various waves of the pandemic, especially the huge numbers of people infected with the Omicron variant, most people have developed levels of natural immunity to the virus. Amen. This natural infection also generates mucosal compartment immunity in the respiratory tract, which the injected vaccines do not. Huh. That's key. Yeah. I've heard this a few a few places from formerly banned people. Okay. He's basically saying if you got COVID the natural way and you have natural immunity in the mucosal, meaning in your nose yeah. and throat, the areas where the virus enters, you have immunity in those locations. So it's killing it as it's coming in. Which the vax does not give you. Yeah. Because the vax, all it does is cause antibodies. Yes. Which is just a response in the blood, right? But it does not provide that same immunity. And that explains why people with natural immunity have not gotten sick repeatedly. Yeah. And the people with injected 
uh, vaccine, mRNA immunity in quotes, um, are getting it repeatedly because it's not barrier. It's not it doesn't have that barrier. And sometimes worse the second time because, as we know, we've seen we've seen evidence that suggests that that it's actually harming your immune system's response right. to to these um, viruses. Exactly because it can't. Whatever. I'm not a scientist, <laughs> but the the thing that's that is so frustrating is like okay, I just yesterday was listening to the radio and here comes an ad. How come some people get COVID and, and it seems like just the colder flu and others get it. And it has, it, you know, it's very, it's very serious. serious. And then they start talking about, well, some people are more susceptible to serious illness. Like if you're obese, if you have diabetes, all, all of this <laughs> shit that we've already been saying, right? We're just yelling, no shit. Yes. At the radio. Oh man, I was so mad. <laughs> and then they, then they go, um, even if you've had it once, you could have it again, even worse. Please talk to your doctor about an oral, like oral, I don't even remember what Paxlovid they called it. or whatever. They didn't even call it anything, but it, they called it like an oral suppository or I don't know, whatever, like oral treatment. Mm -hmm. um, basically to help suppress your symptoms, this ad is sponsored by Pfizer. Of course. And it's just so <laughs> disgusting. We're going to provide the treatment at a fee for the thing that we caused you and also profited from. Absolutely. <laughs> and and that is honestly you guys, if you if you believe nothing else. It's like, like here, take this hammer. Okay, I'm going to sell you this hammer for $20. Now hit yourself in the head with it. Yep. Oh, here's some I'm going to sell you this Tylenol. Yeah. And, and you know, it's just an endless cycle. They're profiting from all points in the I circle. Never, never before 2020 like was so distrustful of the medical industry as a whole yeah. as I have, as I have been after 2020, because no. w what you find out is that these companies are paying off the places that give them the grants for the research that says that all their shit is good. Right. But yeah. They're basically buying these studies. They're buying the oh, studies there. So there's, they, they can, they can provide <clears throat> the information that says all their stuff is good. You know what I saw on Tucker last night? There was a guy on there that used to work for a lobbying firm that represented Coca-Cola and he, and he's an evil piece of crap, right? I mean, he's flipped now. He's a whistleblower, Yeah, but he, he was one of the people that got them to allow soft drinks to be part of school lunches and yeah. allow food stamps to cover and wick to cover buying Coke. Yeah. And, you know, he's exactly the same as the tobacco executives that said nicotine wasn't addictive and uh, smoking wasn't harmful. That's, you know, the, the tobacco, the sugar industry was the next wave of that. Yeah. And he was completely, they were completely in the room saying, let's, they were buying studies. That's yeah. what triggered that memory was he said they would actually buy these studies. Absolutely. Just for the right price. And he said Heritage Foundation, some, which is a conservative organization, was just as guilty. Yep. You know, all across the board. You know, in my opinion, um, you know, there's no difference between Mitt Romney and Bill Clinton, right? No. Between, you know, they're both the same person basically. Yep. So I, you know, Democrats, Republicans, whatever. I, I can't trust any of them except with the exception of like maybe Rand Paul. Yeah. 
you know, as far as government people to look out for the public's best interests. Very few, very, very few, few very that few. are actually servants of the people, and which is what the job is. You would hope, so. yeah. But I mean, so that was another eye-opening thing, you know, because Big Tobacco did the same thing. Big Sugar did the same thing. It's all completely, uh, you just can't trust any piece of it. But we've been so brain, and this is this is how I kind of got this, because you guys can't see it yet, but up on the screen, we've we've got another crazy person tweeting out some like straight bullshit. Yeah, this is a doctor. Read this read this tweet from this doctor here. I will never regret the okay, Dr. Natalia. And this is from January 1st, 2023. This is yeah, like two, two 3 days, days ago. ago. I will never regret the vaccine even if it turns out I injected actual poison and have only days to live. My heart my heart was and is yeah. in the right place. I got vaccinated out of love while anti-vaxxers did everything out of hate. If I have to die because of my love for the world, then so be it. But I will never regret or apologize for it. <laughs> and and oh the thing God. the thing that gets me so bad is <laughs> that like, and the lady who, Liz Churchill, that shared this tweet, she says, even if it turns out I injected myself with poison, victim of Stockholm syndrome. Exactly. Which is exactly what it what it seems like at this point, because like this vaccine stuff is just the freaking tip of the iceberg. Like hopefully, hopefully if this kind of stuff is pissing you off, you're starting to dig in even deeper. And this is an extreme example, of course. Yeah. Because- any reasonable person should, should say, if it was actual poison, I have only days to live. I was misled. I was lied to. Yeah, this like, is why bullshit. did you lie to me? Right. How did I inject my children with this poison that you told me was safe? And I get her point. She's trying to say, look, I did. I made the best choice I could at the time. At the time. But now, with the knowledge you have now, this is January 1st, 2023. With the knowledge you have now, mm -hmm. you should at least be saying, it shouldn't be mandated. It should it, be everyone's choice. Well, and it's also okay to say, I, d I made the choice with the knowledge that I have. Like, I don't regret making the decision at that the I time. made at that time because I thought that it was great. But, but I'm I was wrong. I was wrong. And let's hold these people accountable. Exactly. Like, because that... She should be mad, more mad at the people that lied to her. Yes. And that's something that we're she's not... she's the one that's risking injury, not us. Yes. And this is something that we're not we're not seeing enough of, in my opinion. We are not seeing no. enough of people getting pissed off right. at these media outlets, at the freaking pharmaceutical companies, at Fauci, at... I mean, and you know why? Even because at Donald he, Trump, because he, yeah, right for pushing warp speed. This is absolute exactly. bullshit. And these people, these people poisoned our country. You know why though? Because they can't face the fact that they may have endangered their kid. Yeah, that they can't wrap their heads well, around. And that. the future of the United States. They may have got. They may have got brainwashed into potentially injuring their child. They can't face that head on. That's too hardcore. Yeah. Um, so I think that's a lot of why people are not willing to. So they have to, you know, that's the sunk cost fallacy, right? You just keep pumping money into a crappy house when you should have just sold it yeah. or tore it down, right? Because yeah. you just can't admit that, uh, you know, uh, all that, everything we did prior was a waste. But that's a, and and I agree <clears throat> that that's what's happening. But yeah. It's ridiculous. We we need to we need to come to a conclusion that that is a very childish way of living. Exactly. Like admit your wrongs, move on. Yep, admit exactly. your wrong, 
figure out how to fix it, move on. Like do what you can to make it better. You're not ever going to get anywhere. You're just freaking, you're just running in the sand, staying in place when you can't say that you ever made a mistake. Exactly. Um, all right, let's get into um, some video of Bill Gates here trying to defend the vaccines. Like at this point, I don't even believe this is Bill Gates. He looks like a woman. <laughs> well, it's because of a stupid vegan diet. He's, he's slowly turning into a female. Um, <laughs> it's all the soy. So that's, exactly. That's oh what it is. God. Lack of protein. The side effects for the Moderna vaccine sound concerning. We looked. After the second dose, at least 80% of participants experienced a systemic side effect ranging from... By the way, kudos to CBS for yeah. actually asking him a tough question. Yeah. They I look mean, concerning. That shows you that, you know, the Look at him. Hmm, I'll sip my little coffee. Yeah, he, my well, that's a nervous latte. behavior. Yep. Right? When he, he and just watch him and everybody that's on audio, you got to go to Rumble and watch this um, to watch his body language and well he responds to this. From severe chills to fevers. So are these vaccines safe? Fidgeting. Well, the uh the FDA not being pressured will. Look at that. He's already flailing his hands around. He's grabbed his face like five times. He's grabbed his glasses. This is total classic body language, like nervous. The FDA not being pressured. Yeah, I don't have confidence in what I'm saying behavior. So just watch how much he fidgets around and hems and haws as he tries to answer this. Look hard at that. The FDA is the gold standard of regulators huh. uh, <laughs> and their current guidance on this if they stick with that is, is very, very appropriate. Uh, if they stick with and, that. And, you know, the, it, the, 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 the side effects were not super severe. That is, it didn't cause permanent health problems for uh, the things there. They, you know, Moderna did have to go with a fairly high dose. And so, uh, you know, to get the antibodies, <laughs> some of the other vaccines uh, are going- It's gotta to be go hard for her doses. to maintain that face. Because I like I physically can't watch that without my face showing how disgusted just I am. Like this. Yeah, like I'm just like what? <laughs> like it's I can't imagine her having to sit there live while he's saying that and not having her eyebrows like twist in frustration and be like, just get it out there, Bill. And this is a genius guy, right? He's yeah. a super high IQ, alleged genius. You know, not a doctor, and he though. cannot freaking defend this shit. Yeah, let's watch the rest here to get. Uh, responses that are are pretty high, including the the J and J and the Pfizer, and so there's a lot of characteristics of these vaccines. Um, it's great that we have multiple of them uh, that but are Bill, going out there. And, and yes, I you, think you know the data the better than I do. But the bill, bill, the, the data showed that everybody with a high dose had a, a side effect. Yeah, but some of that is is not dramatic. Where you know it's just you know super painful. But yes, there we need to make sure there's not dramatic. Just super painful. Oh, totally worth it. I'd rather have a super painful side effect rather than just a have cold. a mild, have a mild cold. Yeah, there's not severe side effects. The FDA, uh, I I I think will do a good job of that, uh, despite the pressure. Oh my Wait, god! Wait, he, first what he said flail. not being pressured. And now he says, despite the pressure, like, what are you even talking about? And 
That is complete flailing. Bullshit. And what does the FDA had to have to do with it? We asked He's, they're you. They're the gold standard of regulators. We asked you as the freaking as the guy who was like waving the flag that you created this vaccine. You got it through Moderna. He's trying to pass the buck. Yeah. He's basically trying to say, well, if they're the ones that they're the gold standard, they're so the if they said, said it was, it was good, safe, then it was safe. it's all on them. Nobody forced you to take all it. All I did was pour the money in and promote it and act like I knew everything and told everybody to take it. Yeah. He, he's one step away from saying, we never, we never made you. Yeah. I mean, he's there. Oh, that'll they, be next, Josh. They, That'll oh, that be is, next. That is 100% that is him next. next. Next week on CNN. Bill <laughs> I never, Gates, never nobody, forced you to take nobody it. Nobody ever forced you to take it. You always had a choice. Bullshit. Yeah, if you're willing to lose your job, not travel, um, not participate in sports. Yeah, not have your kids go to school in some places. Yeah, not, not go to school, not see your relatives be called a grandma killer and be yep. shamed and be called reckless. Oh, yeah, you didn't make us take it at all. Yep, let your let your grandma die alone yep. in a nursing home. Yep. asshole. Freaking bullshit. All right, <clears throat> now we're going to get into this, um, the NFL. Okay, now- I have, I have a giant list of died suddenly we're not going to get into this week. We're just going to focus. So all these cases we're going to talk about today, this is just football. Okay. Okay. And we're going to focus on the, the DeMar Hamlin um, collapse on the field specifically and get into the reaction of that. Um, but first, I wanted to cover a couple other um, peripheral cases uh, around football as well. So here's one. Max Mitchell was placed on the NFL. Oh, NFI. So I, that must be like the the uh, injury list or whatever uh, because doctors found he had blood clots he's good in good spirits so it's a that's a jets player okay so again another instance of blood clots that's come up a few times we've covered this yeah M- blood clots have sidelined multiple players in the nfl just not this normal year. not, not normal. normal i'd let i would love that did not to happen see, last year like I wonder if there's like a list of that, like NFI, like what is that? National football injuries or something. Something like that. Right. Like I wonder if, if somebody could get a list of that to compare to like 2018. Yep. Yeah. It's crazy. And then uh, see how many guys are out with clots. Exactly. Exactly. And, I think J.J. Watt is retiring because of that. The superstar Arizona Cardinals defensive player, um, he's retiring this year, it, kind of at the prime of his career because he's had that he had that issue earlier. Wow. So I think he's the writings on the wall, like, hey, get out while I still can, so I don't end up like Demar Hamlin. Um, okay, now here um, is another one. Okay, so now this guy now let me see okay outspoken vaxxer another clot okay now this this i might have screwed up this might not be a football guy but uh okay so he okay yeah so this guy was very very um outspoken against um anti-vaxxers right yeah here's one of his tweets i think your problem my friend is that you forget a lot of people who would like to have vaccine passwords actually don't want to mix with those who aren't vaccinated encouraging the nutters to go on the street because they think their freedom's in danger look elsewhere okay so that was his opinion on twitter and then now he says december 19th sorry to say guys a lot of people ask how my blood transfusions went unfortunately didn't do the trick apparently have lungs full of blood clots so they're keeping me in to clear them out and hopefully won't take too long so james whale so yeah He's, he's a he's a talk show host, so I, I mixed him in with the football. That was my mistake. But uh, just another example of blood clots uh, and a guy that was 
you know, kind of a snarky a-hole, right? Yeah, like pushing. We don't want to mix with you unvaccinated people. Karmically, it's a little bit satisfying, you know, know, to see this, but it's hard enough to dunk on them when they It's funny that that came up because I actually got it in this, I like, I feel bad about this, but also I don't. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I. Well, if it's not, if this doesn't wake them up, I don't know what will. Yeah, I don't know. But I got, I got a call from, I don't know, United Blood Services or whatever. They're having a blood drive and they wanted my, they wanted, they wanted my blood. blood. They wanted pure blood? Yeah. And, <laughs> and I said, no. And when they asked why, I straight told the guy, I was like, well, you guys aren't separating blood that's been vaccinated with COVID-19 and with the COVID-19 injections and blood that hasn't been. And some of us would like to make sure that if something detrimental would happen and we would need blood, we would be able to get blood that has been untainted by mRNA gene therapy. What did he say to that? He got silent. (laughs) And I said, if you could pass that along to, I know you can't do anything (laughs) about it, but if you could pass that along to whoever's in charge, I would sure appreciate it. And I made sure to say it that way. That was untainted with untested mRNA gene therapy. Right. Right. Because like, Exactly. what in the world like we're just not even if they stop this shit we're not going to be able to get out of it right. that's right exactly right very annoying okay here's another one okay this is another football player former badger jake hescock dies of cardiac arrest former wisconsin tight end jake hescock passed away on sunday according to family family member went for a jog in boston tuesday december 6th and collapsed he was given cpr and had been a life support at the hospital this healthy man goes for a jog right I mean, how old is he, Josh? Does it have on here? Um, I'm not sure. I mean, he looks pretty. He played in a college game in 2021, so he had to yeah. be like 22, 23. Oh my gosh! He was born in '96. Oh my gosh! Isn't that crazy? Oh, that is disgusting. I mean, jogging and has a cardiac arrest. That is freaking. That doesn't make you. He's go, a baby. Oh, he hasn't wrong. even lived life yet. Right. I mean, this is this is absolutely terrifying. How often we're seeing this stuff. Exactly. Okay, now now we're going to get into the DeMar Hamlin case. Now, the reason this is interesting is because it's a real case study in willful ignorance and people just jumping immediately to their conclusions on both sides, by the yeah. way. On yeah. both sides. Because, okay... Uh, whenever I watch football, I always let it buffer. Like I let, let the first quarter record so that I can yeah. fast forward through the commercials, right? Okay. And then Jolene said, oh my God, uh, this player had a heart attack or they're doing CPR on a player for like nine minutes. And then and then she goes, it was the jab, you know, or like her friend said it was the jab or something. I'm like, oh, okay. Let's Simmer watch. down. Yeah. Like I'm not going to be the guy that jumps to that conclusion. Yeah. Because every all the anti-vaxxers of which we are, was immediately saying it was a jab. And then everyone else was saying, it's not the jab. It's everything but the jab, right? Yeah. So I said, well, let's just see what happened. And when I watched the play, because the thing is, they didn't show this angle immediately. They just showed him on the ground. And then yeah. they sh- they kind of showed the hit. And I thought, oh, I-, I thought maybe he took a helmet to the chin and was knocked out. Yeah. Um, but now we're going to play the video now. And you can kind of tell that it's, it's actually not. Yeah, I've seen this. Okay, so there. Hmm. Okay, so he takes, he's running. Okay, so he's number three. Yep. yep. Ta- so he stands a very up. Very normal tackle. Stands up 
down he goes. So that's why I thought he was knocked kind of woozy. Yeah. Like he'd taken the top of the helmet to the chin. That's that's what I thought at first. Because I always try to be skeptical. I don't want to just be the, it was the jab every freaking time, right? Yeah. Because sometimes it's not. Because half the ones that Jolene sends me, it's a guy that got crushed by a retaining wall. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> which that was a guy there was another football player on, that i had on this list for a minute from hawaii he was home on christmas break yeah he got crushed by a 15 foot retaining wall <laughs> and that was one of the died suddenly it's like okay died suddenly and then you're like okay oh, shit crushed by a wall not, probably not the it jab was suddenly right probably not, not the, the jab. Same. so you know you got to be careful to and i hate to laugh over to, that too. no That's exactly i didn't but, mean to do that but you gotta you gotta screen these things uh, okay so that was the, that's the play so I thought, okay, maybe took a, took a, um, you know, sh- helmet to the chin. He's knocked out, oh, head injury. That was my first, because it happened immediately after the impact. See, yeah. that, that was what was key. If he would have been warming up and then just collapsed or jogging or whatever and collapsed, yeah. then I would have thought jab because young people don't just have, don't just drop. So, so there's a word for, I was just, we were talking before the episode, um, I was just listening to Robert Malone discuss what the media is calling oh, yeah, it. Yeah, we're going to get to that. Okay. okay? We're going to get to that. Here's exactly the talking points that they are parroting. Yeah. Com- Comotio cordis risk window. Now, what this is, this is a thing that can happen um, if a projectile hits you right over the heart at the exact point right point in the heart's cycle. Yeah, like in the beat. In the, in the middle of the beat. And it, here's a graphic of it displaying, you know, the doom, 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 right? Yeah. And if it hits in this exact one little few millisecond time window, if you get hit with the projectile in the right spot hard enough, it can cause arrhythmia, which can cause a cardiac arrest. Yes. Okay. Now, immediately, uh, one okay, because first I thought it was a head injury. Mm-hmm. And then the... Then once they revealed it was it was indeed cardiac arrest because then after he went down, yeah, he needed CPR, yeah, and a defib, defib, yeah. So then it was okay. This guy's not knocked out, yeah. He didn't take a chin, you know, a uh, helmet to well, the yeah, chin. Yeah, you'll come too. You're not going to need to get shot. If you're knocked out, your your heart doesn't stop. No, right. So he had cardiac arrest, and that changed the calculation for me. Then I started thinking, okay, cardiac arrest. That's a completely different ball game. Then I started to get more suspicious. But then immediately the media started going with this commotio cordis. I don't know how you say it even. And but, how fast? Like, like. Well, here's the thing. Because I wasn't following this, so I don't know. Like, was the guy even examined yet before they're like, this is what it was? No, pretty much. No, during the, pretty much after, right after the CPR. And then they took him in the ambulance and they had to defib him. Mm-hmm. Then they immediately pivoted to this. Yeah. This theory. And it was. Interesting. Everywhere. Okay. Yeah. Um, here's another example, New York post who I basically, um, trust a lot of the time. Now they have, they go through the whole case, cardiac arrest on the field, blah, blah, blah. Then, um, okay. Then they, they talk about, they ask a doctor's opinion here and I'm trying to find the exact. Okay. Board certified cardiologist, Dr. Mark Cohen, who is not involved in Hamlin's care, told the Post that there is a vulnerable period within each minute-long cardiac cycle that lasts only a few milliseconds when the heart is most susceptible to generation from sudden physical impact. Okay? They had to hit at a certain point in time that was only five milliseconds long. Milliseconds. 
if that hit had occurred one millisecond after or before, this may not have happened. Okay. So they're 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 pinning it on this phenomenon instantly without knowing. Right. Without knowing, this is well. I mean, this I think this article is from today, but so this is the now the official narrative. Yeah. So every vax pusher with a uh, with bu- pronouns in their bio and a Ukraine flag in their bio. Yeah. This is what they're going to parrot. Which is really dangerous because right. Robert Malone, according, yep. according to him, he said that this commotio, whatever Cordis. it's called, Cordis, is even less um, likely to likely occur, to occur than rare. than a vaccine adverse event. Okay, and <laughs> which, which they say never happens, right? They say that it never happens. Okay, so this is even less likely to occur than that. And he said that when they've seen it in um, in athletes, it's been in baseball players. And hockey. And hockey. Because those have small projectiles. With a certain density. He said yep. that it doesn't even, there's like, um, I don't know the difference between baseballs or whatever, right. but there's one kind of like, there's certain baseballs that they have to have do a hardcore. It. Yep, I did a bunch of research. They have to have a hardcore, and that we're traveling at a certain speed. Yep, forty miles an hour was the was the ideal speed. Nothing hit him like that. No, exactly. And you know how many times this happened in the NFL? Yeah, zero. Yeah. You know how many times people have been tackled like that? That was a very average run of the mill. Well, and tackle. that's what I was. That's what I thought you were getting at. You know how yep. many times this happens? A tackle. And we are all and the time. Here's here's a tweet that says exactly this. It says, "Okay, crazy." I am stupid. I'm not. I see no blunt force here. They basically rolled together from a side position. Where's the trauma? Even if he landed on the elbow, sorry, but something is up here. Yeah. And then they show. Well, and he is decent because he said I could be a hundred percent wrong. Yeah. And if I am, I'll say so. My whole position is we don't know yet. Okay. Yep. And so, you know, when you look at this tackle, if, if that kind of a tackle would cause this commotio cordis, this should, People would be dropping dead once a week. Yeah. You know, because the amount of times that ta- these tackles occur and people take shoulders to the chest, um, they would be dropping dead like crazy. Now, here's Alex Berenson. The spin is already starting. Commotio cordis. Commotio cordis is incredibly rare and happens when the ball hits a skinny 15-year-old in the chest. Here's the other thing. The reason that it doesn't happen to football is because they have giant pads on. Yeah. Plastic hard pads yeah. that stop... If you take an elbow right to the chest, it's that well, weight is dispersed over the course of the pad. But a baseball player has a jersey on. That's it. No yep. pads. And they take a hard projectile right to the chest. Yep. That's why, in the same within hockey, that's why it's occurred in those sports and not in football. Yeah. And he says, this is going to be a very big deal. And the media and league will do whatever they can to avoid the obvious question. The other thing, too, is 15-year-olds don't have big pecs yet. Well, and that's the other right. thing that I was going to say. This guy's a giant, muscular got, dude. Yeah, he's full of muscle. He's got and all pads. this padding. So to say that it was this commotio cordis is not it's bullshit. Not accurate. No, it's bullshit. So and then he he goes into the uh, post some studies and he says commotio cordis primarily affects young individuals, generally adolescents. In the registry, the mean age is fifteen years. There have been very few commotio cordis victims over the age of twenty. It traditionally has been thought that the stiffening of the chest wall contributes to the decrease in incidence of older individuals. Huh. Apparently, your chest wall is still flexible, still developing. Yeah, when yep. you're when you're uh, when you're in in adolescence. Yep. So Alex kind of shut that down for me. Now here's an interesting one. Doctor Peter McCullough um, said, "Okay, the recent paper from Doctor 
Polycritus and myself gets the sharp rise in athlete deaths into PubMed. Since vaccine, now this is interesting, just speaking wow. about vaccine injury to athletes. Mm-hmm. Here's the, the, the quote that means a lot. 1,598 athletes suffered cardiac arrest. 1,100 of one and 1,101 of which with deadly outcome over a prior 38 years, 1966 to 2004, 1,101 athletes under the age of 35 died. Average of 29 a year. Okay, so prior for the prior 38 years, um, when they looked at this, it was 1,101, 29 a year. But now it's been 1,598 since vaccination, What's- which would have been spring of 21. 38 years. There's only, it was only 29 a year. Yeah. Now there's been 1,598 have suffered cardiac arrest in the, since spring of 21. So in the last year and a half, I mean, that's a massive increase. Oh my gosh. And I butchered how I said that, but no, it's okay. Um, if you can but, understand, but yeah, so we've, <laughs> oh my gosh. So, so in this now, one year, we've had the same amount of deaths as 38 years combined. Yeah. Year and a half. Yeah. More. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Now, and then he, so he says this, the COVID-19 shot sets up the heart inflammation and adrenaline triggers injury and death. So his theory is that the, it's the adrenaline of the hit that triggers the cardiac arrest. And then the heart is already kind of prepared for that to potentially happen mm. because of the vaccine injury, which can cause myocarditis, which okay. sets you up to be at risk for this. Yeah. And then when you get hit, your adrenaline kicks in that can cause the cardiac arrest. Yeah. So if that's the case, we're going to see a lot more of this sadly. Well, um, okay. And, and I'll if post a video a, where he talks adrenaline, about adrenaline. Here's the other really, really scary thing. Mm. If it's adrenaline that sets this up, right? That triggers it. All of our soldiers Oh, yeah, are right. vaccinated exactly and do you th- how what do you think like battle is like exactly is that adrenaline exactly. inducing yep so i'll post the link there's a two and a half minute video of dr peter talking goes through that whole thing you can um watch that at your leisure now so then the tweets we saw from alex berenson was pretty much the night that this occurred yeah because that narrative that commotio cordis was narrative instant. was instant within yeah. within an hour or two of him being in the hospital so then he took some time and reported this the day after now what he says he he did an update and he found that uh, there was a striking 21 2021 paper in the european heart journal reporting on two cases in which rugby players because he basically said can anyone find any cases of this cardiac arrest from being punched in the chest hit yeah. the chest <clears throat> And he said, in both cases, there was, he found two cases. In both cases, the men had history of myocarditis, which appeared to have caused or worsened the arrhythmia. In the second case, the myocarditis was undiagnosed. The player died. Wow. Okay. So basically, they're, they're saying you have to have those two conditions. You have to have the blunt force trauma to the chest and the pre-existing myocarditis. Well, guess what causes myocarditis? Yeah. The COVID-19 shot. Okay. So, and what he says is none of this proves anything about what happened yesterday, but it shows a differential diagnosis may be possible, meaning you can find the thing that caused the event. Yeah. If anyone in a position to care is interested to find out definitively if mRNA shots may be implicated, don't count on it. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, and he goes through it. He has a whole piece on unreported truths, his, his sub stack about, you know, the spin, how the spin just immediately, immediately happened. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of interesting there. Now, here's Dr. Asim's uh, Mol- Holtra's 
uh, position on it. It says, very sorry to hear to learn of the cardiac arrest of Buffalo Bills player Hamlin and praying for his recovery. One obvious question many are asking is whether he had the mRNA jab because, in quote, sudden cardiac death risk in contact sports increased by myocarditis. And then he posts a link to a study. Which is just, you know, again, it's not, the the problem isn't the asking of that question. The problem is the stifling of the question. Right, because when anybody that asked that got immediately crapped on. We're like, oh my God, you're a ghoul. How yes. dare you? And, you know. It's just like, it's just like we have been, and I've even found myself thinking like, well, you can't fact, ask. Yeah. Like if somebody dies, like you can't ask if they were, and you know what? Yeah, you can. Right, because here is, um, I think he posts a tweet. Okay, here, Jonathan Reiner. Okay, now he says, um, football is the, mo- is the most important sport in the United States, a cultural and economic driver like no other. An audience in the range of 20 million people saw Hamlin's collapse live and tens of millions more afterwards. Most people are only vaguely aware of the now-confirmed risks of mRNA vaccines and myocarditis in young men. Allowing open discussion of the issue in this context would probably do more to damage confidence in the COVID vaccines than anything that has happened so far. Good. Thus, commotio cordis see he's saying this is why they have to have a scapegoat yeah they have to have a reason now here's a, a somebody that tweeted um up to alex after he brought this up thinking about damar hamlin commotio cordis is caused by an abrupt blow to the chest at exactly the wrong time in the cardiac cycle must be resuscitated with an aed okay and then uh now, and then he posts the same doctor, Dr. Jonathan Reiner, posts another thing. The anti-vaxxers who watched a potential lethal injury to a young man and decided that it was the perfect time to blame vaccines are beneath contempt. The worst this country has to offer, climb back under your rocks. I don't understand. Right? I don't understand. So he's making a declaration. He didn't examine this patient. No. But he's making a declaration it was this commotial cordis. And if you dare question that or say that it could have been the vax, you are beneath contempt. Did Alex Berenson say, like, thus commotial cordis up there? Or no. was that him? No, oh, no, he's yeah, saying, Alex was. is saying this is how they arrove at the, at oh, the okay. conclusion. Okay, because, because I was this, like, didn't he, did he say that? Because now no, no, he's no. totally. No, he's saying they have to have a scapegoat because this is going to cause people to question the vaccine oh it should right yeah and, and, and jonathan ranner is saying is proposing the theory yeah that's commercial cordis and crapping on anybody for daring to question whether he was vaxxed yeah that is not allowed and and again you know i wish there was a better th- i wish there was something to call it that wouldn't make you sound nuts when you call this a gene therapy right because it's not a vaccine right and and we have to Frickin' beat that drum so loud because these are not vaccines. They're not mRNA vaccines. They're mRNA gene therapies. That they were hoping would act as if vaccine does, but it doesn't. Well, not even necessarily because they were never meant to prevent infection. And that's something they lied about from the start. All right. Well, they hoped, maybe they hoped it would. Vaccines are meant to prevent infection. They're meant to, to help you to not get sick. Well, remember that whole, you know, 94% because each, each brand of vaccine had a higher percentage of stopping transmission. Yeah. Or 94%, 93, and then it just dropped. Yeah, it kept dropping. <laughs> right. But that's, I think that that's like the media that was, that was coming out with it because from the, if you read the documents and stuff, it said from the start, these are symptom suppressants. Right. And, and that's something they completely lied maybe about. Maybe the theory was they thought if you don't have the symptoms then you're less likely to spread it. Then why make everybody wear masks? <laughs> exactly. 
It was just all complete Frickin bullshit. Psychos. Complete bullshit. So, anyways, that's that's kind of uh, getting into the Demar Hamlin thing. Um, so now you know everybody's firmly in their two camps, right? Yeah. You have all the Ukraine bi- Ukraine flag pronouns in the bio. People saying it was Commotio Cordis, and they're just one hundred percent sure of that, even though none of them have have examined this young man. Yeah, and they know. No better than anyone else, but that's the scapegoat. That's what's going to be blamed on so that you do not look carefully at, did he have vaccine-induced myocarditis, which set him up to be at risk for a blunt force trauma, which could cause this arrhythmia. Yeah. Because, you know, no no instances of commotional cortis in the NFL prior to this. And the NFL has been around since, you know. Yeah. 70, 80, 90 years, something like that. And, and, and there's been plenty Very of instances strange. in hockey and baseball amongst adolescents, but not football. Well, and we're so much better protected now than we were like in prior years. Right. You know, like, you know, like you're talking about the pads and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, this equipment is not like cheap shit. No. Like this is top notch stuff meant to protect your body. So I think they're. And they're in tip top shape as professional athletes. They're freaking out now thinking, uh oh, this is going to start happening. Yeah. And, but how, how people take hits like that every All game, the time. every game. So if, the, if that was multiple the, times, if that was the reason this would happen a ton, a ton before yep. and it hasn't. So that's, you know. Well, with when you just think of like the number of tackles, the hours of of play, right. like it, you don't think that we could have hit like the, that millisecond like ever, exactly. ever before. Exactly. I mean, granted, there does have to be a first time for everything, but it seems like it wouldn't be two hundred years like after the start of the freaking and game. somebody that's not an adolescent like, with full padding. Yep, with a lot large pectoral muscles. Yeah, here's another example that didn't get that did not get hit with right. anything exactly. Right. He never got hit with anything. No, he did. it was a normal routine tackle. That's what's scary. He just, like the guy said, it looks like they rolled together. Yep. Routine, okay. Routine tackle. There's way worse tackles than that. Um, here's another case. Um, another outspoken vaccine mandate advocate and football player, Uche Noirneri. Noirneri died suddenly of a heart attack, 38 years old. Now, here's um, one of his tweets um, from... September of 21, he said, okay, let's get these vaccine mandates and passports up and running ASAP. We seeing children die daily from the unvaccinated selfishness. Pregnant woman at risk to protect life. Mandate the vaccine. Jail anyone who refuses to protect life. I hate that my mind went right to, are you jailing anybody who's committing abortions? No. No, exactly. you're not. And then uh, that was nine one of twenty one, and then one two of twenty three. Former wow. Jaguar player dies at thirty eight. Yeah, suddenly, Again, you know, thirty eight years old died suddenly, in shape, thirty eight, way too young. Yeah, um, and it, it just, you know, you hope that the vaccine advocates and the people pushing for the mandates see this and go, wow, maybe I should shut the hell up about yeah. this and leave it up to everyone's own decision because I might've made the wrong one. Yeah. How, like how many if people nothing are questioning else, it? Yeah. If nothing else, even if you don't start shouting, Oh, I was wrong. Climb back under your rock. How about? Yeah. At least shut like, up about seriously, it. Seriously. Because this Take is it down a notch. Yeah. I mean, if we're, if we're going to talk about like, people's ignorance or selfishness killing people Mm -hmm. it's not our side exactly exactly and you know every one of these 
doctors that we follow, Asim Holtra, Alex Berenson, not a doctor, but a researcher, Dr. Peter McCullough, Robert Malone, who you mentioned, None of they these- all say, they all do not make a declaration. No. None of them. They say, and, and Peter McCullough, if you listen to that video and read all the stuff he said on it, he said, without examining the player personally, I can't declare any of this, but here's yeah. my theory. Yeah. He's not willing to declare that it's 100% fact. He always is thoughtful about it. Yeah. And that our side is always like that. Like at first when Jolene said, oh, it was a jab, I said, eh, looked like he took a helmet to the chin, you know. But then when I heard it was cardiac arrest, then that changed my yeah. tune. Yeah. Right, because it wasn't being knocked unconscious by a blow to the head. It was cardiac arrest. They didn't even mention him getting hit in the head. Crazy. So then that changed my thinking. And I always start with a skeptical view. You know, I start skeptically and then you have to prove it to me. That it was the jab. Well, and I don't just assume it was the jab every time. Even if that is your, your like, even if that's your, th- like your radar goes up, but then you got to kind of take a step back. And that's what we should all be doing. Exactly. You should be approach everything skeptically with yes. a skeptical eye at all times. And, you know, show me the data. Show me the money, baby. Yep. You got to You got to be able to prove it. Here's another one. And show me who paid for the data. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like, that's another one. Show me who got bought off to get this data to me. Exactly. Fauci. Here's no, exactly. Here's another one. You know, okay. we're not required by law to... <laughs> to disclose you our You do a better Fauci than I do. But yeah, you know what I was saying. Yeah, and they're going to tell you shit, man, yeah. Paul. <laughs> I'm retired now. I get to keep all my money for my royalties. Fuck you, Rand Paul. You suck. Yeah, basically. Yeah, he's just... Probably turned into a total dick now. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully he'll get investigated with the new Congress, but well, we'll see. Well, he'll die I, soon. I have no confidence. We won't have to worry about it because he took a, he yeah, he's he took one for the team, I think. He made a millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars. Yeah, now he's going to fade off into the sunset. You ever watch Dallas Buyers Club? Mm-mm. Matthew McConaughey. It's about kind of the, the beginning of the AIDS crisis. I, I didn't, but I do love Matthew McConaughey. It's a great, it's a great movie, and I think he might have won an Oscar for it, but... Um, the villain in that movie is Fauci. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> right. So you go know, watch. Go back and watch that movie with fresh eyes. People with twenty twenty eyes. Here's the really sad thing: It's like, do they name him in the movie? I don't remember. I, I have to go back and watch it now. I just saw because like that happened that. before COVID. That oh, movie. Way, way, way before. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they name him specifically, but he's just the big bad government guy that wouldn't let them have access to the cheap AIDS drugs. Yeah. So they end up suffering because of it. Weird. Anyways, here's another died suddenly. Mike Leach. Suffers heart attack. Situation dire for Mississippi State football coach. Okay, this is December 12th. Um, he's in his 60s. You know, a little bit different situation, obviously. Yeah, he doesn't um, quite look like a football player anymore. No, but still had a massive heart attack, collapsed at his home, um, didn't receive medical attention for 10 to 15 minutes, and then ultimately he ended up dying Yeah, at the hospital. You know, if, if that had been all that had happened... I wouldn't even question it. I would just say, um, you know, 61-year-old, you just got unlucky, right? Yeah. But when you have to look at the totality of the evidence of all these, I mean, everyone we covered except for one that I mistakenly included. This is all football-related, Yeah. this entire episode. And I have a whole stack of other died suddenlies we'll get to on the next episode Crazy. Um, from all walks of life. But this is all we just kind of wanted to focus on, just, just football this time around. And just, you know, you wonder... Well, the other question, too, is, okay, do we have proof that um, DeMar Hamlin was vaxxed? Okay, we don't have that yet either. So, obviously, everything we're saying, you have to find proof or his family's going to have to uh, come forward and reveal whether he got vaxxed or not. Yeah. But I will just say this. If you're in the NFL 
they used every weapon, every oh, yeah. coercion, every bribery, threat of being off the team. Well, they had the bracelets. They had yeah. the you had to had wear the masks. Test, the testing, the masks. They were keeping you couldn't you eat separated. with your team. Yeah, yeah, you couldn't go on the same like travel, like all the stuff. Look what everything. happened. To, look what happened to Aaron Rodgers, and he's a superstar with fu money. Yeah, and he tried to subvert the system, and he got just destroyed for it. Yeah, and he's you know has enough money to be, if they would have fired me, would have, well, who cares? I got enough money to last the rest of my life. Right. This guy was only a couple years into the league. He does not have that money yet, that superstar status yet. If he felt like he was going to lose a spot on the team, he wasn't going to be the one to resist. Yeah, no. So my, you know, my gut tells me he was, was most going to be the vaxxed. one to resist, we never would have heard of him because they would have just got rid of him. Or it would have been a big deal and he would have got attacked for it yeah. and we would know. So the fact that he's just another one of those people um, and we didn't know anything about his vax status tells me that he probably 99% was most likely vaxxed. Yeah. But again, always qualify that. If it turns out he wasn't, then it's a whole we different com- whole different conversation, yeah. right? And we'll never make these declarations 100%. But if I was in the NFL and I had gotten triple jabbed and I was... I'd be checking for myocarditis right about now. Yeah. I, I mean, can't, I'd well, be going. I can't, I've seen, <laughs> I've seen videos that his teammates have put out and like other NFL players and stuff. And, and they're like, everyone is shocked. Oh, everyone is acting. They were on the sidelines. They were rocked. Oh yeah. They're all, they're shocked. They're like, what the heck is going on? Mm-hmm. They were saying like, you can't expect, you can't expect us to, you go know, back. to, to go back and keep playing yep. right now. Like we need to make sure that he's okay. Like all this stuff. But then again, yeah. I mean, when you're seeing all of this come out where people are like, it was the shots. Oh, it was this crazy Mojo random Curtis, thing. Yeah. Either way, like that's got to open up your brain as a, as a <laughs> right. probably as like a player, triple I would, frickin jab yeah. person. No matter which theory is correct, it doesn't bode well to, for future NFL players. No. Because if you think the commotional carditis is just going to start happening all of a sudden, yeah. you know, but I guess the way that they'll frame it is it was one in a zillion yeah, shot. Yeah, one in a zillion. So, because look at all the tackles that have happened, and this is only one time it ha- has happened. So, yeah. probably another zillion tackles before it happens again. See, that's how they're going to put themselves to sleep at night. And sadly, that's the, that's the thing that scares me is it's like how because we because we've been triple zoned in on this right like we've been like very like. And not even, again, not having to go search for them. They're popping up all over the place. These died suddenlies. But like for a lot of these guys, this isn't the news that they're seeing. Now your average right? normie is not even going to question this. So like how many, how many times is well, it going to take of something like this happening right on like American live football, American right. hockey, like How whatever. many minds got changed yeah. from this? It's a, it had to been some. It, I but would hope so. The power of cognitive, you know, dissonance and rationalization. Very in the brain. strong. Remember, I told you my sister when I said, "Hey, Bieber, Bieber's uh, face got paralyzed, and his wife had a stroke. Isn't that weird for two twenty-five-year-olds? Yeah, seemingly healthy." And then she said, "Well." Uh, I heard that uh, facial paralysis can be brought on by stress, and imagine how much stress he was under being his wife had a stroke. What? <laughs> so he's her theory was: twenty-five-year-old has a stroke. Oh my God, that's stressful for me. My face droops because of the stress. When have you ever... Okay, now we're full-blown adults. We're full-blown adults. Are you telling me that you haven't ever been in a situation that was so stressful that you that like if that were the case, it could cause a side effect maybe? Well, I would say, number one, why did she 
have a stroke in the first place, she was 25. Yeah. So that, <laughs> that right there is the like, source. why are we even at the root of it? Why yeah, is it even why happening? Why did she even have a stroke? And the fact that two people with, you know, complete every medical resource at their disposal, all the money in the world um, would have these adverse effects simultaneously or within a couple months of each other. That's, yeah, that like that's stressful that she had a stroke, but you're not like, you're not like poor and can't get her medical. But that care. just shows you the power of the human mind yeah. to deflect, to rationalize. Crazy. And if you're not willing to entertain that possibility because yeah. you've been jabbed and that's extra scary, then, you know, you're not going to get there. Well, some people, yeah, are just going to, they're just going to, I don't want to think about that. I think like Dr. Hasim, you know, his father having an adverse reaction and him having the wherewithal to actually start to investigate and not just cram it down and be like, nope, well, yeah. it just sucks. He was one of the unlucky ones yeah. to actually look into the issue and dig deeper and everything that he feared was confirmed. Yeah. You know, it's going to take more people like that because, you know, somebody like that could maybe actually convince some normies I would hope, you know, <laughs> right. but, Oh man. Yeah. It's yeah. It's because, not, uh, because again, like if that, if this stuff doesn't do it, like what is going to pull I, you I, out of your coma? I think people have to, people close to them will have, but again, look at Sean Caston, the representative, his daughter, 17 year old daughter yeah. did not wake up one day. And he, do just, you think he thinks it was the vax? No. They don't even entertain that as no. a possibility. And I was talking to, I was talking to a good friend of mine too, just yesterday. And she said like, how crazy it is it that this happened like on national news? Like, do you think that this is going to start? Like, do you think that like people are going to start questioning? And like, it's just so crazy that like, there's so many that are right away. Like it couldn't have been that, right. You know, she was so shocked that like, yeah. that there are so many that right away said it, it wasn't. She's it's like, just, how can they think that? It's all fear. It's yeah. just fear. They cannot entertain the possibility that they possibly endangered themselves and their children. Yeah. Because that's, that's staring that in the face is difficult. So man up guys. When man you up. do, when, if you made a mistake, own it and just find a way to, to learn from it and move on. You can't get unvaxxed, but nope. you can not take some more. And, and. You, you don't have to keep taking them. No. And you don't. And what you really should do, if that's the case you don't have to like scream it from the rooftops, but if somebody starts talking to you, we can have these kind like adult conversations right. with each other. Just saying like, Hey, I don't think that's a good idea. Here's what I've seen. Yep. You're, you're not crazy for bringing like for, for making the, you know, for having these questions, you're exactly. not freaking, you're not nuts. Exactly. That's the problem is that the, even the mere, posing of the question gets completely you get drummed out of public discourse yeah it makes you it and go if, back into your rock yeah, you're the worst of society you, you're beneath you contempt feel any better go ahead and just think of one instance where they said you were a conspiracy theorist two years ago and just fucking <laughs> google it now in front of your friend when they say when they say oh it couldn't have been the vaccine say okay because it couldn't have been um election tampering well let's <laughs> right. look at let's look at this it couldn't have been uh censoring of conservative voices yeah, on let's twitter look at twitter files Right. Like exactly. Like yeah. let's just see all the shit that we said before that's now true. Exactly. That was true the whole time, but now we're validated. All right. We're gonna wrap it up there, guys. <laughs> He's like, we gotta go. <laughs> we gotta go. Ah! Oh, yeah, we've been talking for an hour and thirteen. That's long enough for these people. They're done with us. Congrats to anyone that made it this far. <laughs> right, follow us on Twitter at let parents nd on Instagram at guard underscore don't underscore groom. Send emails to let parents decide that at gmail.com. Watch on Rumble. Check out the tackle, see what you think, see if you think it looks like 
like a routine hit. It did to us. Please listen anywhere audio podcasts are found. Subscribe, rate, review, and share. It helps get the message out. Support the show at LetParents.com or LetTheParentsDecideThat.org. Stay strong. Keep fighting. Do Do not not comply. comply. We'll see you next time. 